Hello, world. Thank you for tuning in to the I Am Inevitable podcast. I am Chase God, your host. Caleb could not be with us today, so I will be doing this one solo dolo. We've got a Dune 2 preview or, you know, Dune review slash Dune 2 preview. And at the end of that, I'm just going to wrap it up with a few things I've been watching. And yeah, so let's get into it. So I know Dune is a very popular uh, book and now movie series. I'm not going to lie. I was not super hip to Dune. I was not aware of the books until I started hearing about the first movie. And even then, I didn't watch the first movie until a couple months ago. But that was one of my uh, regrets, I would say, as a connoisseur of entertainment, because Dune is really fucking good. And if you have not seen the first one, highly recommend doing so, especially if you plan on going to catch the second one. Dune follows uh, Paul Atreides, the heir to basically a throne in space. It gives me Star Wars vibes, but like if it took itself more seriously, like I can't, I don't really know how to explain it better than that. You have people in space fighting over political reasons, things of that nature. And it it just hits more than Star Wars does. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy the Star Wars movies, but like Dune was a bit more captivating in my first watch than when I first got into the Star Wars films. So I'm hyped for it. Um, when it basically, as it ends, we've gotten Paul's father was dethroned and Paul is basically exiled, but he's trying to unify the planet, trying to bring peace to the people of the planet and his people who are colonizers, basically. And yeah, it ends with him going out into the more rural parts of the planet, running into Zendaya's tribe and that's where it left off so that's where it's going to pick back up and i'm hyped to see like what we end up getting we didn't get a whole lot of zendaya in the first one but as much as she was in his visions yeah you know she's going to play a pretty critical role in this one so hype for that i'm also curious to see what uh batista's character is bringing to the table he definitely struck me as like a hothead like again not star wars but like drax if he took himself more seriously like you're still the ashy swole dude in space who likes to fight but i'm hoping that he brings a little bit more to the table with his fighting than drax did i love drax but every fight scene we saw with him in was still mostly him being comedic relief I hope that is not the case with this film here. And hopefully, yeah, he gets a pretty uh, pretty big role. I hope he's not just Drax, but we shall see. But yeah, we've got a few other characters that will be making more of an appearance. Javier Bardem's character is uh, the chief for Zendaya's tribe. You get brief instances with him in the first one but i'm hoping he ends up playing a more critical role here as well in the story and yeah i'm hoping the second one 
gives us like I don't want to just say action because don't get me wrong the first one had like some good action moments going on even though it was a lot of explaining the world and the politics going on and things but yeah I would like to see a big climax of a battle in this one we didn't really get that with the last one and you know I get that it's a, a continuation so hopefully um yeah we get that big climax of a battle here and it gives us something to build up on for the third one because yeah I highly believe this movie is going to be successful and intriguing even if it doesn't give me that so either way i will be going to see it this weekend and yeah we will let you know next week how it uh what we think of it i know caleb is also planning on seeing it i'm not sure if he'll be seeing it this weekend but yeah either way we will be doing a review for one of next week's pods but yeah outside of dune um things i've been watching recently i've been kind of getting into some of the netflix animes just because i've been letting them pile up blue-eyed samurai was really good but i just started um delicious and dungeon or dungeon and delicious yeah either or funny as hell as a DD fan it kind of speaks to my soul and yeah it reminds me of a party that i would like to be a part of and honestly i'm not really a cook so i wouldn't say that i'm senshi the dwarf character honestly i would probably be um i'm blanking on her name but mage the mage shorty i love i love doing nature spells things of that nature when i play DD. so yeah that's more up my alley i don't really have the barbarian drive or the stealthiness in me to be a rogue or lock picker like that's never really uh appealed to me so yeah i guess i would be still the person uh casting nature spells if i had to say i was anyone in the main cast um something Elsa Wakfu is another good one. It's a French anime. I was recommended this years ago by a good friend of mine and just decided to put it on this past weekend. The animation is different from what I'm used to, but the storyline and uh, the humor commentary that goes on throughout it are really good. So highly suggest that one. If, like me, you saw the animation style and put off a little bit, if if you can power through to the point where it's not that uh cringy to you like animation wise it's not like cgi or anything but it's yeah it's very different from most anime as far as it's uh look visually speaking but storyline still uh very much falls in line with the shonen tropes things of that nature also give some D&D vibes. We've got a crew and yeah, everyone has their role. Everyone's good at something. And again, if I had to pick one in this crew, I would be um, Amalia, the 
nature plant mage for them. So yeah, anything that has to do with nature and magic speaks to me. So that's who I would be. Uh, getting away from the animated stuff, Masters of the Air. If you have not started this show, change that like immediately. This is an Apple exclusive. It is the tale of a fleet of bomber pilots during World War II sent overseas to basically stop Hitler, try to, you know, cripple the Nazi empire and save Europe. But it's a very gripping portrayal of these things. You get scenes in the battles, scenes on the base, conversations about PTSD, losing loved ones. And it's very, it does get pretty graphic as far as uh, visuals go. So yeah, if you're not really into gore, and uh blood yeah you might want to fast forward through some of those uh fight scenes because even though they are in planes it still gets pretty brutal and yeah i'm not a huge war buff like i'm you know i'm familiar with wars but i usually don't uh subscribe to watching docuseries or documentaries based on war i just don't yeah it's not really my cup of tea but this one is, it's worth the watch, in my humble opinion. You'll learn a lot about that time period that they don't teach you in school, but also it's just brilliant storytelling. The cast knocks it out of the park. I'm not really familiar with any of the actors in it, but I can't wait to see them in other stuff because Buck and Bucky killing it. Uh, Captain Crosby. Dude gets motion sickness while also being the navigator for a bomber pilot. And yeah, that causes some issues for them. But he kills his role. There's there's a lot of good guys in here. And even on the women's side, too. So yeah, that's uh, been one that I've been watching the past couple of weeks. They've got five episodes out now out of 10. And yeah, these are based on true events. So if you are into that type of thing, I highly recommend and suggest that you give it a view because it is one of the best pieces of media I've watched like all year, not going to cap. And like I say that as someone who's not like into war dramas, you know, or docuseries. So yeah, some pretty high praise. But yeah, that's that's all I've really been watching. Uh, oh, Avatar, the live action. I did start that, and not gonna lie, it is better than I thought it would be. I've been seeing people clowning it online for the past few weeks, and you know, I thought it would be a bit of a dumpster fire too, just because how the last live action went, even though that was a movie, not a series. But I would say they did better with uh, this one. Moa is fucking hideous, not going to lie. Uh, but outside of that, the casting, I feel like they knocked out of the park for a lot of them. Aang's character perfectly played. Zuko as well. I'm loving uh, Uncle Iroh. 
Sokka, Sokka and Katara, like, I like them. I like them in their roles. But I don't know. Something, uh, I wish they would give a bit more. I don't know how to explain that much better. They do capture the essence of Sokka and Katara brilliantly, but I feel like they just fall flat in certain areas. Um, outside of the cast, the pacing is a bit sporadic in the first few episodes, but I mean, they're trying to condense 20 episodes worth of content into eight, so completely understandable. I like the way they're going about it. You know, they're giving uh, time to the important moments, skipping over stuff like them fighting pirates in the forest over a waterbending scroll, you know, like, and they really weave things like that in very well into the story without it being like too, um, like too out there, you know? So they did a really good job with that, in my personal opinion. Um, I like the effects as far as uh, the fighting going, the fights. Um, airbending could be a bit cleaner, but the firebending looks much better than it did in the movie. Waterbending as well. And uh, the earthbending ain't half bad either. So they did their thing on it. Um one critique I would have, I don't know what they were doing with uh, Suki, but like her whole, I ain't gonna say the whole, she she gets better towards the end of the episode she's featured in, but like, yeah, I don't know whose idea it was to make Suki the way that she was in the show, because that, uh, I never, I never got that side of her <laughs> in the cartoon, she struck me as like creepy sprung like yeah i don't know <laughs> like she's lucky she's bad because that would have been very off-putting to me if i was Sokka, all the shit she was doing but she turns it around and yeah it got better for him so hoping we get her uh later in the series whenever they come back with season two and three but yeah, that's all I got for y'all today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back on Thursday with a uh, top three. I'm not entirely sure what that will be this week, but you'll find out then. Take care. Love. Later. <laughs>